Coming up, attractions that you can use to beat the heat at Hollywood Studios. Welcome to the CWDW Near and Far Podcast, where we explore perspectives of the Walt Disney World Resort from 10 to 1,000 miles away. I am Mike Kavar in this equation. And I'm John, about 10 miles. Until next week. That's right, next week. Big I'll get the exact mileage week. next week. There you go. All right. Yeah, but is it going to be the exact mileage from the Disney Resort or from Universal next week? Yeah, hey, it's a good question. I'm, I'm gonna, I'll have to see how far I am from Universal too. Yeah. I know, uh, time-wise, it's closer to Universal, but yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean distance though, because it, if there's major highways that lead right there, it would be faster. So. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Time, time, and uh, time is just relative in uh, Orlando area traffic. It's just like that in comparison. Yeah, sometimes to, just to get know. across the street could take you 20 minutes. So yeah. I don't know. That's, I <laughs> it's had, like uh, if I could, if I could. If I had a if I had a big drone and I could just fly over, it would take eight seconds. But if I got to drive, it's going to be ten minutes because I got to go down the road, wait through traffic lights, do a U-turn, oh, yeah. come up the other side, wait through more traffic. It's like, and that's part of the reason I'm moving. That's that's funny because my old, former boss at my regular job, he was at a um, wrestling event down there at the uh, Orange County Convention Center and uh, or about the same time I was down there last summer at Universal. And uh, he said that he said, I can't believe how long it took me to get from the Orange County Convention Center back to my hotel. It's just it, it, I could see my hotel in the distance and it took a half an hour. I was like, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I said, you should have walked. Well, and that's what, where I live right now. I live uh, when I leave my na- neighborhood, I go out to Highway 27. It's is it two lanes or three? There might even be three lanes in each side. And basically you go out there and then you, you get off an off ramp to get on an on ramp. If you want, if you have, if you're gonna go left, you have to do a U-turn somewhere. And, and if you go to a traffic light in Florida, traffic lights can take forever. Yeah. But the lines of traffic can be forever too. So again, I can probably, uh, um, if I could go up high enough, I could see like say the uh, Chipotle across the street from me. It's literally like I could probably walk there in about five minutes. It could take me 10 minutes to drive because I don't know how long these things are going to take. Like there's just, oh. the traffic is very unpredictable around Walt Disney World, especially. Well, at least you're going to kind of be out of the bubble a little bit. So. Yeah, just a little bit. Barely out of the bubble. All right. Well, how'd your week in the parks go, John? Well, I have not been going as much as normal, but I did go twice this week on tuesday i went to the magic kingdom and it it went pretty well we took uh right 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 now you have to wear masks if you go on disney transportation but not the boat so i was kind of thinking maybe i'll take the boat i mean i had my mask with me it's not a big deal but 
the monorail was closed, so I didn't have the option anyway. So it was one of them where they ra- randomly just have it closed, which used to happen all the time when I went. It was like, but anyway, so I took the ferry boat over, and yeah, it's, uh, and then we, uh, what did we do there? Basically, just walked around, took some pictures. All the lines were obnoxiously long, and this was Tuesday. What day was Tuesday? The 22nd, I think. Mm-hmm. So the lines are still absolutely crazy at Disney. It's just, you know, this is, I think Monday was President's yeah. Day. Yeah. And then this is the Tuesday after. So, you know, we didn't really have any big plans that we were going to be able to do a bunch of stuff anyway. So the only ride I ended up going on was the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. Mm. It's funny you said that because the other day I saw... Um... Uh, Adam the Woo on his video, you know, was back in Magic Kingdom for the first time in months since like October. And that's what he said. He was looking forward to, um, uh, you know, riding some stuff. And all he could ride was the was was the people mover. That was it. And, you know, everything else was like 40 minutes, half hour wait. Actually, not even 40 minutes. I would if I if I saw a 30 minute wait, I consider that ago at this point in time so now this is all <clears throat> hour plus hour 90 like it's uh, it, i i'd say 90 to 100 minutes was more normal like everything was over an hour wow so that's that's what i'm saying even the little mermaid i think was 60 minutes and we were like 60 minutes. and the last time we, we did that i think it said 45 and we said well it can't be that long let's try it it was just about 45 and i was like holy crap mm. you know i didn't mind because i got to go through the queue and get some cool pictures but i wouldn't do that very often for that ride that's the ride you go on because the rest of the park is full yeah know? right it's not the ride you wait for if i'm gonna wait i'm gonna be waiting at haunted mansion or pirates yeah. or yeah. splash mountain or big thunder like something classic i'll wait for like yeah for, for 45 minutes i don't like it but i'll do it so anyway, we, you know, we got there around like five and I think it was only open until like seven or no, I think it was open later that night. They're finally staying open later again. You know, like you usually Disney says, oh, we're not busy in January and fe- February. So let's close at seven o'clock. And then the park is more full than it ever is. And they're like, nah, it's it's not the busy season. So but they're finally I think it was open until 10. But anyway, I didn't stay till 10 anyway. And the most enjoyable part, like I did, I loved riding the Tomorrowland Transit Authority. The sun was setting. It was a beautiful mm-hmm. ride on there. But after that, we just got out of there. And as usual, the walk back, the walking path, taking the walking path was the highlight of the trip. I went to the Polynesian. I got my uh, Hawaiian pulled pork sandwich and, you know, just a real nice walk back. And we, 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 Walked around inside the Polynesian a little bit, got a few pictures. That is about it for that one. And uh, then on Thursday, we went to Epcot. And this is the rare season at Epcot. Like, this is the most rare time to ever be be there because I took a picture. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah. yeah, There's no festival stuff. Like, Hmm. you walk in and there's just flowers and then you know spaceship earth's there it's like there's no festival signage because you know the the next one doesn't start till like march 2nd or 
I think the second, something like that, first or second. Anyway, there's no extra booze and stuff, so I, I was like, wow, that's not, that's pretty good timing. So anyway, I, I got some good pictures and stuff. Uh, there's some of the topiaries are up for the flower and garden because it takes them a while to get everything set up. We went on uh, living with the land, and as usual, I waited for the front seat, yeah. and I never regret it. Like I, I do love that ride, and uh, you know, we, then we walked around World Showcase, got some pictures. We were considering getting uh, some. Uh, uh, ice cream at the France Pavilion. I forget what it's called. Some kind of French name for, for ice cream. But And the line was so long that it came out around all the way down by the fountain out front. And it's like, mm-hmm. that's that's got to be well over an hour wait. Because even when there's only like 15 people and it's just coming out the front, you know, every single person has to go in. They talk to the cashier. They decide what they want. They pay, and then they have to go and wait for someone to scoop and give them each thing. That it's it's not a real quick thing, is what I'm getting at. It isn't mm-hmm. like bam, bam, bam. It's there's a process for each person, and it's such good ice cream. Like I love it. But we, my wife, looked at that and she was like, ah, nope. My, like she thought the crowds weren't that bad at Epcot. At least they didn't feel that bad. And she was like, maybe tonight we could actually get, you know, like ice cream or something. It's like, nah. (laughs) (laughs) There's still that many people, but it it was so much better than the last time. You're going to have to wait for peak season to get that ice cream (laughs) in Uh, July. (laughs) Yeah, the the theme of of our podcast about is Epcot fun when it's crowded this was not even that crowded so it did feel pretty good like you know there's no festival it's a thursday it's not it's just after holiday so it's like that little dip of most people went home and it still was it 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 wasn't bad for walking in pictures but ride wise you know the rides were extremely long well at least the popular ones i should you know the uh Three Caballeros was five minutes as you, you usual, and then Frozen Ever a- After was like a hundred minutes again, like another. Not that I, I may never ride that again. I don't know. I, I, I can't imagine paying for it, and I can't imagine waiting for it. Yeah. So I don't know. But anyway, walked around. I stopped and watched some of the uh, Beacons of Magic uh, show on the spaceship earth it seems like they're they're always modifying it a little bit changing stuff so i recorded that again just to i uh, that's still my favorite thing going on there and you know since i could care less about fireworks or anything you know we left we left and it was about 7 30 by the time i left so and that was it for the parks this week and honestly, two is even a lot considering I'm moving this Tuesday and I have so much stuff to do. I shouldn't even have went to the parks those two times, but I always say I didn't move to Florida to not go to parks. You know, that's I, I, I got to do it. So yeah, it'd be and I like it. I you know I really yeah. do want to go to parks. It'd be interesting to see how you do that when you move further out, like how that's gonna you know change your um, park going. You know, like how often you go and what you do and how late you stay, how early you go. That's got to change you uh, things a little bit. 
right? For Oh, for it is. Because right now, I can't tell you how many times my wife and I were like, uh, you know, it's like two o'clock in the afternoon and we're like, see if there's any place to get to get dinner, you know, like at mm-hmm. Disney somewhere. And, you know, like like when we got our Toledo reservation, we probably got it the same day in the afternoon. And, you know, since it's only 10 minutes away from us, it's easy to do. But the further out you go, the more of a trip it, it is, meaning if I got to drive like 50 minutes to get to the restaurant, all of a sudden that's a little bit more real, you know, like imagine mm-hmm. driving an hour to go get something to eat. It's like, nah, I don't know if I would do that. That's getting yeah. a little, that's uh, so, you know, and not that I wouldn't do it, but I think it would be less likely. And so the spur of the moment trips will probably be less, but taking a half a day off of work and actually going there for a bunch of time at once will probably be more, you know, like I think like on a, on a Sunday, I think I'm going to go, almost every Sunday and spend more time there than I did when I lived closer. And, you know, when I go in on a weekday too, I think I'll spend more time there. Do you see yourself, uh, say going on a Sunday, like you're probably not going to rope drop, but I mean, do you see yourself, um, buying a genie? It's buying a genie at some point. You know, I thought about it just to try it for $15. I mean, Technically, it would be a business expense since mm-hmm. I am get got paid bonuses from Instagram. It's like, well, that could apply against that. And so I could try it, but I have a feeling I'm going to be very disappointed when I do. And they're like, oh, your first one is Toy Story at three o'clock. And I'd be like, well, why did I buy this? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I, I'm not getting on anything, but I'll have to see. I didn't. I, you know, I never experimented with it. I don't really know too much about it. But. Yeah, I'm wondering how effective it is if you don't get it like right away in the morning. You know, if you if you come in like partially into the day, like is it is there an advantage to it still? You know, well, that's I don't the know. Thing. I I could rope drop, but I never enjoyed that though either because it's just I don't like the idea of waiting to get through the line to park, waiting to get through security, waiting to get into the park, and then yeah. waiting for the rope drop. I'm like, I'm that is you. so many layers of yep. waiting for me. As a local, it's like, I just don't need to do that. And then they're like, oh, but you can get on Flight of Passage, and it's only a 40-minute wait. It's like, but I just waited two hours to get into the damn park. It's like, I, I could have showed up at noon and waited you know, an hour and a half and save 30 minutes. It's yeah, like, I'm with you. You're really not saving much. You're not saving time when you do that all the time. And again, I might be wrong because I haven't vacationed here in so long, but I don't know. It doesn't feel worth it to me, but maybe it is. I, I do tend to get up early, so it's not a problem for me to get there. That, yeah. could, be, that could be a thing that I do. Just go and, uh, you know, get there early and just, I don't know. I might just for the experience. I might test it out. Okay, John. So I guess we'll hop into our discussion now. We're talking about uh, being at Disney Hollywood Studios and getting relief from the heat when it's really that hot time of year, which, you know, it's Florida. That's most of the year, right? (laughs) Yeah, it's getting there right now. It's only February. (laughs) Well, I was going to say you had like three weeks of winter, right? So, you know. And uh, now you're now you're getting right back into summer again. So, uh, you know, I, I don't think the way Hollywood Studios is structured that uh, 
it's not like Animal Kingdom where you have these wide open sun beating down spaces, but you're still packed in there with crowds and, and the crowds, especially lately, uh, can be, you know, can really drive that heat up. But back at Galaxy's Edge, it's kind of like Animal Kingdom in that you have these wide open spaces in some spots. Also, you know, the crowds along with that. So it could get hot back there. So I, I don't know, John, where's your favorite uh, places to beat the heat there? Oh, I don't know. I, I kind of like to think of it <clears throat> as a, when we have these kind of conversations, I like to put myself at Hollywood Studios and just kind of think about what it's like there in the heat. Because, you know, I've been there a lot when it's hot out. And honestly, the, the entryway is a little bit wide open too like you know like mm. think about if you got off the bus um skyliner not as bad but the parking lot too there's a lot of wide open spaces oh, yeah. for the sun to beat you down so i'm thinking by the time i even get into the park i am going to be overheated and you know crisp from walking in the direct sunlight so and you know when you get inside though <clears throat> I guess one of the things you can always do, especially now that you don't have to find your mask every time you walk in and out of the stores, you can, you know, kind of hit the stores as you're walking up too, but they're really not that big there. It's not like the Magic Kingdom where you can really cover distance. So. And I don't think they're connected <laughs> like the Magic Kingdom either, right? Yeah, like Magic no, Kingdom not stores, much at least. You know? Yeah, it's like there there's breaks in between a lot of the stores, so you you literally got to walk out and walk into a store. So that that's part of the consideration. But still, yeah, that, that's a good well, point. You know, walking in, kind of checking out and breaking up the heat. You know. Yeah, and I'm just thinking what I always used to do. I'd walk in and I would head you know up Hollywood boulevard towards um tower of terror and rocking the roller coaster so <clears throat> i guess up that way um rock and roller coaster you know that is a lot of that queue is outside but it's in the shade though mm-hmm. you know but and there are fans so it's not the worst but it's not a great place to beat the heat um the Beauty and the Beast stage show, you're outside. That's pretty bad in the summer. Like, yeah, it is. That's I not that's somewhere. It's, like, yeah, yeah you're, that's really It's kind of the only relief is you're in the shade a little bit. I think it has an overhang, right? Like a, like a, it's like an amphitheater with a, with a roof. Yeah. And it, that's kind of nice, but there's not a lot of, uh, circulation going on that's the weird thing about hollywood studios everybody says animal kingdom is the worst place for the heat and i'm not sure you know that that's why i said when we go through this and i'm trying to think about each attraction and each area like how is it when it's really hot out and um, tower of terror too it's kind of shaded but not really depends on where the sun is in that long queue line they have a lot of misters and they have yeah. uh fans going on but that can be sticky in the hundred and in, in, in the hundred percent humidity 90 degree heat it gets thick out there too and once you get inside the queue is not that long you know like once you get in the building you're pretty much to pre-show and then to just waiting to get in the elevator. It's not the short, but it's not if if it if it says it's like an hour wait, most of that hour is not going to be inside. Yeah, that's true. And the same with the rock and roller coaster. If it says an hour wait, 
most of that is not going to be. And with Lightning Lane, you may be standing outside a long time in the same place just waiting. So. You know, and speaking of Rock and Roller Coaster, with that uh, queue line being that way, I, I don't really dig that too much. I think that it's just a, you know, when you're not underneath that overhang, um, you know, on your way in, I don't really... I, it almost looks like a makeshift, like they just kind of put up a rushed queue line out there. And you're the the last time I actually rode on that ride, I had to be clear out in nowhere land to even get on the ride. Now it, it wasn't as long um, of a wait as I thought it was going to be, but uh, it's like there was no rope and there was no, you know, like I guess for lack of a better word, um, cattle shoot. So you're kind of just standing there hoping you're in the right spot, you yeah. know, it's just a strange uh, queue line there. At that point, everything was social distance and all this, and you had to stand on those things. And, and it was so long of a line because of that, that you didn't even know where you were supposed to stand. So I, I I'm sure it's different now because they're kind of like just pushing everyone together, but uh, still it's just a weird queue line out there. And if you're not underneath that awning, um, you're baking. You are really baking in that heat. Yeah, and right behind there, I know, I tend to forget it even exists, but that Lightning McQueen racing whatever show is back there. And that line, too, is outside until the next show. And from what I remember, there's not a lot. You know, there's a little bit of cover over there, but it's an outside queue. They let you in for the next show. And... uh, I can't say it's a good place if there's not a big line. It's, it's not a bad place to sit down and get some air conditioning. It's mm. It really is a kid's show, though. And for somebody like me who doesn't care about the Cars franchise, and uh, the only thing I can say is I was impressed with the Lightning McQueen animatronic. It was pretty cool, like very mm. well done. It's like there's a talking car in front of you. That's pretty cool. Like They did a great job with that. But I never went back to see it again. I think I saw it twice, maybe. But, you know, and but I did look over the first time and I saw, you know, a little kid with the biggest smile on his face ever thinking it was so great. So I was like, yeah, that's why they did it. You know, it's not Mm -hmm. for me, but great place to sit down for a good 15 minutes. Enjoy the air conditioning. So, yeah, that's neat. Um I really like I'll, even the restaurants and and the places to eat right along there are <laughs> yeah. all outside, you know. So I was gonna say that too. I was like, it's not a great area to eat for there too, because it's literally just picnic table type stuff all outside. And yeah. again, I guess once you're adjusted to that heat, you might as well stay in it and eat lunch too. But if it's like July or August, I I don't yeah. know. I. I would say yeah, if you could find a, a quick service with an air, air conditioning, I I might opt for that. I guess if you're walking out of that area, because that definitely, I mean, as we just revealed, it's not a great area to beat the heat down there. It's no. it's very, uh, very, uh, you know, unless the lines are short for the attractions, which at this point don't count on that ever happening. No, with Lightning Lane, I don't think it could be the lowest capacity day of the year and it'll be like but somehow the the lines are 100 minutes and be like, oh, I don't yeah know. <laughs> they're, yeah they're just making you wait because they really want you to buy a lightning i don't know yeah i mean as a as a preview to my my look at that uh 
I, I'm not like if I do another three day trip, I'm not even going to that park anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just you can't you can't do anything with those weights, you know. But uh, I, you know, this is going to be a theme of this entire park because I'm thinking about the the queue lines and the attractions and like even okay, so Indiana Jones the stunt show, right? Yep. It's outdoors. It's an outdoor amphitheater, and there's you know. The, the circulation, there may be fans up there, but I mean, the circulation isn't great in there either. So, I, I mean, and yeah, go I was going to say, too, even the brand new Mickey and Minnie Railway, <clears throat> most of the queue oh, is outside. Yeah. I remember just burning up waiting in that. Like, yeah. I, you know, and this is before they even did Lightning Lane when it was newer. I was like, yeah. you know, they're like, oh, it's an a- hour wait. I'm like, well, I, I really want to see it. It's new. I'll wait. I literally was in direct sunlight just getting roasted. And I'm thinking, man, this is terrible. And by the uh, once again, by the time you get inside, you're through most of the queue. Most of it is outside again. So, yeah, yeah that does. And see, that that's why I said, I don't know. If I, this might be worse than Animal Kingdom as we go through the park. Yeah. Because um, I, I was going to say, let's make a left and go towards uh, Star Tours and Muppets and all that. I was going to say that could be a, a little bit of an oasis because you have the uh, ABC commissary where you can go inside and eat. There's any yeah. tables available with yeah. the heat. And then you have the Back, back Lot Express there, where there's a lot of space to eat inside there too. So good, good places. It's, I know they're not attractions, but good places to eat. Right, yeah. But. Yeah, that's it. And, and also, like you said, I mean, they do have at the um, Backlot Express, they do have like an outdoor uh, area, but there's also the indoor there. The outdoor area is really shady and it kind of sits down in. So you're not necessarily going to have the heat um, beating down on you and you get a little bit of relief every time those doors open you know depending on where you sit um but there is a really big area on the inside as well um to to eat there well and in the same area too i just want to touch on everything i guess while we're here there is the uh the uh mickey and minnie's perfect vacation day movie or whatever that is it's it's just a cartoon that you uses the new animation style yeah and that's off to the right there and that usually has no weight so if you're feeling delirious <laughs> that could be a good thing too you go yeah. into a nice dark cool theater sit down the queue unfortunately once again is outside but once you get inside it, it you shouldn't be out there too long is the point so yeah. even though it's an outdoor queue it, it, you should only be out there a matter of minutes and you'll be in there in the cool, you know, bringing your yeah. core temperature down. So, Well, in the, in the same general area, too, is the frozen sing-along. And, oh, yeah. I always you know, forget that's even there. <laughs> yeah. So you, you have, um, when you wait in the line, they do have an um, outdoor queue. But for the most part, a lot of that queue is going to wrap you around underneath an awning. And they have some fans down there. And the way it's packed in, you're, you're going to beat the heat a little bit there. But once you get in there, that's really nice on the inside there um like these other ones we're talking about and um even if you're not a fan of frozen it could be a cute show especially if you have kids um 
you know, and it, it's got crowd participation and stuff, but it feels really nice in there. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful theater. I think. Yeah. I think everyone should go there at least once. I I used to go a lot when it was uh, American Idol. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, I and not because I liked it, but my wife and her family, they'd always want to see who's singing and just you know, they got a kick out of it. So I ended up in there a lot, and I remember thinking. It's just a beautiful theater. It's comfortable mm. seats. It's big. Yeah. It's well air conditioned. And again, even if you'd say, even if you're thinking to yourself, I don't like Frozen, it's a good show. There's a lot of uh, improv, I think, that goes on in it. Yeah. And yeah. the act, the the cast members have a lot of fun. So that relates directly to you. And it's, uh, it turns out to be like you always say, it's much better than you think. It's worth yeah. doing. So I still I don't do it. I yeah, take I your word for it. it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really entertaining, I think, you know. Even even adults, we went, you know, we went as um adults in there just to enjoy it and have a good time, you know, and and to beat the heat. So, yeah, so some of what this uh, this this podcast is talking about, it's not necessarily that, you know, that that's better than Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Ra- Railway to beat the heat, but chances are you're not going to have a lightning lane for Mickey and Minnie's and you're going to yeah. stand out in the sun and burn up with the sing along. You'll probably only have to wait till the next show is the current show is over. Then you walk in and it's, it's yeah. not a lot of weight. So, you know, I'm, you can't really say this is a great ride to beat the heat when I have to stand in the heat for an hour before I get in. It's like, no, oh, that's, that's right. getting, yeah. that's, that gets dangerous. <laughs> Right. So, so I guess as we're traveling down there, what's your thoughts on Star Tours? Um, I think it's mostly a great place to beat the heat, only because it, it, it has one of the largest throughputs of any ride, meaning it can take so many people and they have a large number of simulators. They have a and then everyone can be in the queue first. And it's like. They can process so many people that the outdoor queue is not used that much. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as far as I'm concerned, Star Tours is usually, I know when you were there recently, it was a long wait, but normally it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it went back to being one of the more reasonable rides there, which to me, as long as you're going to be inside the building fairly quickly, which has been the case lately. I think that's definitely a really good ride to beat the heat, to cool down, to get out of the thing. And again, you're, it, 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 I, I would, I think that's a great one for beating the heat. I, I would dare say it might be one of the top ones in the entire park. To be honest with you, I mean, as far as beating the heat goes, you know, as a ride, anyhow. Yeah, yeah, the old rides seem to do it so much better. That's the weird mm-hmm. part. Like they, I feel like they were more concerned about, you know, not making you stand in the sun all, you know, in the, when it's hot out in Florida. Because the next uh, place down would be well. As a, as a side note, if if you could get into the Sci-Fi Dine-In, that's a great yeah, place. Yeah, I was to just gonna eat. say that. And that's a re- yeah. restaurant and attraction because it's yeah. just fun and so it feels like you're at a drive-in theater at night so you probably yeah, won't be able to get it anyway but if you why could, don't you drop your your hint though about the bathroom thing though so you could oh. go into that one into the bathroom what at the at abc the, commissary at, right and then you could kind of sneak over there because they share a bathroom and just kind of take a look around real quick that could you could use that to beat the heat oh yeah yeah but 
I don't. It might get awkward if you're standing there too. Long. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> You'd be like, I just got lost, and I'm looking for my family. How did I get outside at night at a driveway? Oh. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's a. If you can, if you can get over there, that's a fun. That's a good thing to do to be. But you know, any restaurant is. I only mentioned that one because we were just walking by it in my mind, walking through Hollywood yeah. Studios, and it. It's themed to be nighttime and dark out, so it feels yeah. extra cool in there. Well, probably my favorite attraction to beat the heat is is what I would say is next, and that's uh, the Muppets uh, oh, yeah. attraction because it, it, it's just like that. Um, that queue is so um, you know the the waiting area is so big, and it's all indoors and it's well air conditioned. And now you know. there is an outdoor queue, though. There is. There I've is. only You're ever right. waited in it once, and Me this too. was when they were once. doing the six foot distancing thing. Yeah. They had me waiting in the outside queue going around. Yeah. And I didn't even know it was there. So you definitely won't have a problem right now. Like it's not an issue. So, so yeah, right now it's a hundred percent. You walk in and yeah, I think you're right. This, this could be the best one. Yeah. It's, it's definitely one of my favorites just because of the, the really large room where you're waiting to go into the theater and there's so many things to see in there. And you know, they got the, the video with the Muppets rolling and everything. It's just a really good time. And it's really nice in there. I mean, if you can avoid smelling the sweaty bodies around you with the idea that yours also is probably a little rank at this point, <laughs> it's, it's a good place to uh, relax out of the, uh, Florida heat and uh, you get to see a good show right afterwards oh yeah and like I I always say the pre-show is a lot of fun and just looking at the props is a lot of fun and then the show is great and I think it's a longer show too yeah and it's funny because it never feels long to me whenever I'm in there it feels like it goes by quick and then you know it's like oh that was a 10 minute show it's like man it didn't feel that long so that that just tells you it's good you know yeah that's and and for me the what causes that is that I'm just waiting for the show beats you know my favorite moment so to Mm -hmm. speak so you know you're you're kind of waiting really the uh the ending is so entertaining I mean the whole show is entertaining but I can't wait to get to the ending just because of how great Sam Eagle yeah. and, you know. <laughs> I like to see inside the MGM park in 1989 or whenever it was shot, you know. Like, yeah. when, the, when the wall breaks down, you're looking back into, like, the late 80s, I think. It's like, yeah. whoa, look at that. Yeah, it's great. Um, when you walk out of that Muppets Theater, you're kind of, um, what, near, uh, I guess Rizzo's is right there. So that's got a big dining room, right? And it's a lot of stuff there. Yeah, and you can beat the heat in there. And I don't think anyone's going to hassle you if you just kind of go in there and get a drink and sit down or something like that, you know? Yeah. I, and remember, I don't know if it's open anymore, but there's an upstairs too. Yeah. It's nice yeah. up there and it's big. And, yeah. you know, for the most part, I think Disney's done harassing people about stuff. So I, I don't think they're going to care what you do. You could walk, you, you, you could probably walk in there, go upstairs and eat sandwiches from your bag for all they care, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great, uh, great point. And again, that, and I was actually thinking of that, that upstairs kind of area that really expands that restaurant quite a bit. So when that's open and I'm pretty sure it's open now, so. Um, so now I guess since we're heading that way, we got to go into galaxy's edge. 
<laughs> yeah, and I'm conflicted though. Galaxy's Edge is really sun beaten overall, yeah, but the attractions is. aren't a lot. Like especially the Millennium Falcon, that yeah. is that is almost all inside. It is, and and I like that about it. As long as you're not, and, and even if you're kind of in that sort of hybrid queue on the outside they do have like pretty good fans running and trying to keep you cool it's kind of in the shade and stuff and you've got great scenery to kind of look around right there and cool things to look at and and stuff i i I do like that queue a lot um as far as that goes uh the only uncomfortable part about it is if you're hot you're overheated and you're sort of worn out you got to do a lot of walking up you know walking up stairs and ramps and things like that in there so you know for some people that may be a problem like for people like you and i it's probably not a big deal but you know if you've got like little kids kind of at your hip that are complaining about the day and how hot it is you know that that might be uncomfortable but um I, I sort of like that cue just for that reason, you know, just that you can really beat the heat in there. Yeah, I mean, getting there, you may have a sunstroke, but once you get there, though, <laughs> it probably will feel pretty good to just <clears throat> go in there. I, I would love to say, like, the shops and the restaurants in there and stuff like that, but honestly, it's so difficult to get in especially into the cantina there um and they really pack you in so it gets uncomfortable in there even if you can get in um as i've detailed on our last trip the um docking bay uh whatever it is the the restaurant there that can be difficult to get into there can be long lines that has some outdoor seating it's not incredibly a big cafeteria in there for you to sit down and it's just it's not not it doesn't have a lot of space so i i mean unless you really want to try that food out um which you know it's okay it's not bad food i don't in my opinion uh you might end up outside anyhow in there and the outdoor seating there is kind of in the sun so you're typically going to be getting hit with that um you know the ronto roasters uh that's outdoors it's kind of like hot you know it's got a cover but it's not. You can't find a seat anywhere near. You can't. The last time I got it, I literally stood next to a garbage can. (laughs) And and I was lucky last time, lucky enough to find a seat. So, um, but even at that, it's still hot. You're not getting a lot of coal in there. So, um, the, and, and the shops are really small and galaxy's edge. So what do you, what do you think a rise of resistance in that queue? Because you could be spending a lot of time outdoors there, too. It's hard to say. With the new lightning lane stuff, I have a feeling you may just be sitting outside for a long period of time. Because even when there was only one line, basically, I remember getting in that one line. And, you know, you get inside fairly quickly, but you still have a long way to go. But with the lightning lane, I feel like both lines spend a lot more time outside, so I'm kind of unsure about it. Um, back when I did it more, it was not a bad line to beat the heat because you yeah. spend a lot of time, and there's even little places to sit. And I remember uh, the ride broke down when it was newer, and you know they came through and gave us water and stuff. This was like when it was brand new, and yeah, it, it's 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 a pretty good line and because the queue is part of the riot itself too it really is 
if you know if you can get in that building i guess is it's it's a good place to cool down yeah. right yeah. now you probably yeah. can't though honestly it's probably no. going to be you'll probably stand outside for an hour or two before you even get into the building would be my guess yeah if the if the line is over a hundred minute wait you're going to be clear at the entrance to galaxy's edge uh in that you know waiting in a makeshift line there and they even have that wrapped around weirdly so you're going to be outside for a long period of time there i mean again if it's a little bit shorter wait and you can get in that building fairly quickly that that's a really good line and a great queue to kind of hang out in honestly the last two times i was there uh, the line was so long it was wrapped back to the entrance last time i went on that ride was when we went together you know on mm. october 1st so and honestly that was probably the last day that line was even tolerable we're so. gonna have to do a podcast someday on just just so people remember how darn empty the parks were on october 1st that was yeah. just i, I, I still can't believe it's it's the 50th anniversary and it, there was never a better day to do rides it was it just was empty everywhere it's weird it was and I, I, I again we went on rise of the resistance and barely waited it was no it was yeah it's like oh yeah go right on it was like a, it, it listed weird. a 40 some minute wait and it was like a half an hour if even that all right where, where do you think is next well i guess we covered galaxy's edge for the most part um i guess we could loop around to toy story land and unfortunately this is one that right from the beginning a lot of people had said they really didn't put enough thought into, you know, the uh, queues and stuff. And even yeah. the uh, little barbecue restaurant and stuff, it's outside completely. And again, you know, they added, a, you know, some umbrellas to the Slinky Dog queue and stuff. But I'd have to say uh, the twirling saucers is I, I don't th that that's outside. It's not really going to cool you down much. I guess if you can walk right on it, it might get you wind for a few seconds. But um, the restaurant there is completely outside and not good for heat. Slinky Dog Dash is outside and the queue is semi covered. But that 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 was one of the complaints when it opened. A lot of the even the uh, you know the people who go for free said that it was hot. <laughs> very yeah, hot so yeah. I, I think it may be one of the crappiest lands i for, think for for heat definitely heat, to beat yeah. the I, that's the thing you you've got to think about the imagineers that had to have been really impossible mission right there because you you're creating this immersive land you want to be in uh andy's backyard you make all these um these scenes and all this stuff around andy's backyard uh you know so that you're trying to immerse people into, you know, being toys, so to speak, is what they wanted to do, like make you feel like you were a toy in Andy's backyard. Uh, I don't know how you do that while providing a comfortable wait time in the Florida heat. Uh, I don't know how you do it. I really don't. But they probably should have put a little more thought into that, um, without a doubt. It is one of the most uncomfortable lands in the heat in, in all of Disney World, in my opinion. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, it gets really, really hot back there. First time I ever went into that land, I was there for like 10 minutes and I walked right back out. Didn't ride anything, didn't do anything. Um, I, I guess the best place to be is, um, uh, 
what is it? Is it Toy Story Mania in that one? Yep. I was going to say Toy Story Mania is mostly an indoor queue and pretty much all covered at least before you get indoors. So that's probably the best if it's super hot and you really need to get out of the sun, but you don't want to just, you know, hide in the bathrooms. That would probably be your best bet. Head over to Toy Story Mania and get in that line. And it's it's a really good queue though too. I have to give him that. It's very interesting. The it is mi- yeah. mi- the Mr. Potato Head animatronic is awesome, and it's just cool. It brings back a lot of memories, a lot to look at. Yeah. Um. Fun fact: When it used to be, uh, the the entrance used to be at a different place in the park, right? It was uh, it was like kind of turned around, and they changed the entryway for um, Toy Story Land when that park originally opened, or that ride originally opened, rather. I was there on opening day. I got to ride it the uh, the the first day it was open, and they they weren't supposed to open it that day. It was actually scheduled, so they did like a little preview for everyone. It was really neat, um, just going in there the first time before most people did, and that was in the pre YouTube content creators everywhere day. So really, nobody knew what to expect at that point. You know what that ride would. I don't know, John. You're we're we're almost because when you walk out there, then you're right back into that um, that kind of area where they're you know where they play the music and everything like you really like where the ABC commissary is, right? And that is in that is that where you're at, or uh, yeah, yeah. There's really yeah. not much else. Um, I was gonna say we have Voyage of the Little Mer- Mermaid, which has not opened and may never open, so. Yeah. If and when that opens again, that is a great place to beat the heat if you can get in there without waiting too long. But, you know, yeah. I don't think there's any plans on that. And yeah. Launch Bay, too, I don't even know if it's open yet. It's typically completely empty, so I have to think it's not. But if it's still open, and I know I, I should know, but, you know, I unfortunately I, I don't. That is not. That's also a good place to beat the heat yeah, it if is. it's open, because there's a lot yeah. to look at. There's movies going on. There's, you know, there's. You can definitely spend time there. And you know, as a side note, I really missed the launch bay because I think Disney did a better job with Star Wars with the launch bay and March of the First Order and the the Star Wars show in the middle than what they're doing now so i i miss it yeah and you're not the only one that feels that way i think a lot of people would prefer to have a taste of star wars and see star wars from an earthbound view than that complete immersion or immersive view that they that they're trying to give people at galaxy's edge or say the i think they failed at it in my opinion, I don't. I don't feel like I'm there at all. So. No, I. I think in the Star Wars universe, as you're walking around, if you watch any of the movies or any of the shows, what do you see? You see aliens, right? You you don't see too many aliens in Galaxy's yeah. Edge, so that kind of cuts the immersion. But and it's you know. probably from budget cuts, like yeah, anything it, else. It, it's, it starts out. Sure. Disney can do amazing things, but it costs a lot of money and. That's when people like Walt Disney, when he was in charge, he would always push it because they'd be like, we can't do it. Walt's too much. He'd be like, you have to. And then when they eventually broke down and listened to him, well, turns out he was right most of the time because that's why his company's still going today. It wasn't because they saved a little bit of money on some stuff a long time ago. It's like, nope. But yeah, we'll see. They may have to relearn that someday. Yeah. 
Uh, I, um, one thing we did not uh, cover is that Disney Junior show. The Disney Junior shows back in there in that um, in that area near Launch yeah, Bay, I right? That. Yeah. I... So that's kind of a place that you can cool down. That's a um, you know got a nice uh, little theater back in there, and kids really will enjoy that. I don't know about adults. I don't think that's going to be like the Frozen sing-along where you can actually go back there and they'll do some adult humor mixed in, you know, with with kids' humor and stuff back in there. That Disney Junior show is all, like, kids, kind of like that Lightning McQueen thing, you know. Yeah, but, if you don't have children, I'd recommend you don't go back there. Yeah, you might, you might, people I, might look at you weird. Like I wouldn't be able to help myself if I'm like, hey, look, here's a middle-aged guy by himself lingering around the back of it's like yeah yeah unless you really really like that stuff but i, I can't imagine I, you do I, I don't know that vampirina and all that stuff i'm not yeah really I've, I've never seen any of that my yeah. I, my daughter's 20 so you you have some young, younger ones so you may be more familiar but i'm just yeah not. yeah i'll probably take them the next time <clears throat> you know we take them down there if you know depending on when we go uh, but i have but, to say when bear in the big blue house was there yeah. I thought that was awesome, and my daughter was 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 young at the time, and yeah, I thought that was so cool. He would be singing the song with the moon and stuff, and I'm like, man, this is so well done. Yeah. Literally, it's bare the big blue house up there. So, I have not been since, so I don't know about this. I don't I don't know the new characters. I don't you know. And honestly, I think it'd be weird if I did. It's like, what am I what, what would I be watching this for? <laughs> so, I guess the caveat is if you have kids and you're not like you, you don't want to be seen as like a creepy old person or something going back there. Yeah, maybe I, I mean, hey, that one. don't get me wrong. I mean, some people are very young at heart, so that's that's okay. Maybe, you know, uh you, you enjoy that stuff but i mean if you just want to beat the heat it might be something to to do to kind of like see a show and see some disney entertainment i guess but i i would say launch bay if it's open would be the better option back in that area uh for for everyone you know generically across the board particularly if it's actually open and they're actually having character meet and greets which i i anticipate that'll be coming back very very soon so uh you know the character meet and greets i don't know about launch bay we'll see but yeah launch bay might be i don't i really don't think it's open right now though based on what i've seen the last couple of times i walked by it it's just you know but the yeah. last time i think i might have seen a couple of cast members out front talking to each other though so maybe maybe, maybe. i just mm -hmm. don't know yeah. Um, apart from that, you just got like some restaurants here and there, but most of those restaurants, I believe they, well, all of them at this point require reservations. So yeah. I don't, you know, I, I just, I don't know that we could really include that for most people. Yeah. That's an obvious one though. If you can ever yeah. get into a sit down restaurant, of course, it's a great place to cool yeah. off. And that would be anywhere. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to mention sci-fi cause it's. Yeah, sci-fi is great. Though. It's extra cool because it's. But it's, you can uh, also swindle like your way in there, like you said, through the, like we said, through the bathroom. So you kind of go in there and. Uh, yeah, and you could just sit behind somebody at a table and then <laughs> <laughs> wait for them to ask you what you're doing there, and then yeah. say, "Oh, I thought this was just a place to sit." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they can't. They can't throw you out for yeah, an honest right. mistake. Right? Yeah, oops, sorry. I thought this was a sitting area to watch. I came out of the bathroom, took a wrong turn, and ended up here. So I sat there. <laughs> 
please don't do that, folks. <laughs> you know, someone is going to get that an idea. You know, get that as an idea to do. So, but uh, I, I think that's about it, John. I mean, other than that, I guess if you're exiting the park, one surprise tip for me, though, if you're you know, really overheated and you just want a, um, you know, a, a somewhere to relax and go rest a little bit. And maybe you want to go see a hotel or something. The Skyliner is a good place to cool down. And surprisingly, because I think most people thought that even in the heat, that would be, they would be death buckets, you know, they would just be like pressure cookers and, you know, he, but really they, the ventilation in those things is amazing. It really is. Like, I, I really think, provided they're moving, you know, they don't stop. Mm -hmm. I, I really think they get great ventilation even in the extreme heat. And oh, yeah, that's a do. nice place to kind of relax and, and, and get some... Uh, get some air you know? yeah if you want yeah, if you want it quiet and a little bit uh you know uh, just a little bit more relaxed atmosphere you could yeah. go to a go to a food court at one of the hotels on the skylighter yeah it's yeah. great great place and and it's always a surprise because the kids usually like that better for some reason than yeah parks, right you know they, yeah. they like getting out yeah yep yeah. and uh what I guess the surprise about this discussion is Hollywood Studios has some trouble when it comes to heat, right? I mean, I wasn't expecting that as much. I, I expected a little bit, but it, it almost seems like it's a worse place to go than Animal Kingdom, right? I, I know. It really does. And I, it's hard to think that it is, but it kind of feels like it might be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess the other, the one other tip I would say is if you want to go stop at the boardwalk or something, you could always take the boats. You know, the friendship boats go there. And if you're inside, they have air conditioning or outside, you know, you get a little bit of the breeze off of the water and stuff. That's, that's a nice, uh, a nice little thing. But other than that, yeah, it's just going to be really hot there. Um, there's not a lot of places for welcome relief. Um, so, you know, less than Animal Kingdom. So that's interesting found that out or figured that out in this one all right john how did your social media go this week um yeah it went pretty good my uh my universal has been <clears throat> quite a bright spot and it 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 for some reason and again i always say just keep uh just keep trying my my reach is up 105 percent to 314,000 accounts in the last 30 days it basically went up and it stayed up. And uh, my my bonus for this past 30 days was $827.12. That is a lot. The yeah. first one I got was $388. The second one was $440. This last one was $533. Now I'm up to $827. It's like that is some really good growth, you know, and it's it's getting to be pretty consistent although recently i don't know why they that i'm i'm to one where it dropped again like it just recently but it's fine now I, i'm overall it's been doing really good and of course my best reels are typically uh roller coaster ones but sure but the weird thing is the the one let's see how recent was this I'm trying to look at universal let's see February 16th so yeah it's about a week and a half but for some reason Dudley do rights I think I mentioned this before zip 
Dudley do do rights rips off balls. I, I did like a short video on that, and it literally has 2,193 likes, 61,000 views, 19 comments, 474 shares. I still can't get over that. You could put all these popular things up, and they mean and Dudley do rights rip saw falls and this isn't even me writing it this is just looking at the thing yeah it to 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 me i would think that people would scroll by and be like saw this a million times doesn't matter whatever but no they just love it like it gets such a reaction so again toon lagoon is just so beloved apparently by people and i i don't know so that's my biggest one though for that and now let's see for for my Walt Disney World account, that that's been very much controlled for the most part. Like it's it's pretty locked in. But once in a while things break out. <clears throat> Let's see, when's the last time we had a little bit of a breakout? I think I did Animal King. I did the Expedition Everest last Thursday, and just the train pulling up. And then the gate swinging open and then the guy saying, you know, Expedition Everest and pull your lap bar down or whatever. And that is up to 108,000 views, 6,369 likes, 40 comments, 594 shares. So that's pretty big for a uh, considering and... Just remember, that's literally me holding my phone up as the train pulls in, the gate opens, and I sit down. Mm-hmm. That's it. Hmm. It's it's honestly not a lot involved in that, and that's why I always say when I take my time and I and I make a reel that I actually like, and I'm like, man, this is really good. Nobody likes it for the most part. They're like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what I'm learning that. Uh, Although so, sometimes it does all right. I did an art of animation one that did pretty good. And again, I actually filmed everything, took my time, put it all together. It looks great. 37,000 views, 2,800 likes. So it, it did good, better than a lot of them. So once in a while, I'm able to get something out of effort. But for the most part, though, it's literally just random stuff that people people like. So, but... And let's see, I know there's got to be some people who are interested in bonus stuff for this, too. My bonus for for this month for CWDW was $2,224. Wow. Last month was $2,548, so I'm down a little bit with this one. I'm up mm-hmm. a lot in Universal, down a little in this, so. You know, if you guys could PayPal me some money, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> feel bad for me. Yeah. But anyway, you know, I'm down a little bit. But overall, I made over $3,000 in bonuses. So I'm not, I'm very happy about that. Right now, I'm at that awkward place between bonuses, like they, uh, where you don't know, are they going to let me sign up for the next 30 day bonus or not. And, you know, I, I always say if they don't, it was a good run, I'm quite happy, but if they keep doing it, man, I, uh, it definitely motivates me to try to do better. That's for sure. Yeah. It really, uh, putting, uh, getting money involved makes me really, uh, it doesn't feel like a hobby all of a sudden. It's like, 
my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, working. I'm on my- <laughs> <laughs> It's like, literally, I'm working now. This isn't just a game anymore. Yeah. Well, I, I want to, I guess I would say about that is you really do work hard at that thing. A lot of people just think it's somebody flashing a camera out, but think about it. People need to think about that for a guy like you. You're basically sacrificing your time, um, you know, to enjoy the parks in in one way. Like for most people to enjoy the parks, it's like 100% enjoying the parks, having a good time, on vacation and things like that. But you you have to split that. Like I'd say 50% of it is you enjoying the parks and 50% of it is you creating content to to try and drive those numbers, you know, and and the amount of work that you put in, you put out daily content for across multiple accounts. And that includes TikTok. That includes, you know, your universal stream, your, your Disney stream, and then Facebook as well. Uh, you put out stuff occasionally. So I, I really, it's a lot of work and people don't realize how much work it is just to pull the videos up, just to edit the videos, just to put that stuff out. No, I didn't even think about that, but just think too, I've been doing this for like four or five years exactly, and I got absolutely nothing. I put yeah. daily content up for years. I, I go to the parks and, and you could ask my wife cause I said, I said, I'm pretty sure that all of my trips to Disney and Universal would be deductible against this income. Because I asked my wife, I'm like, what do you think? Am I enjoying the parks or am I just taking pictures and videos? She's like, yep, just picture and videos. It's like, <laughs> I'm not there for fun, you know. But I am. But I've been doing that since before social media was around. So for me, it's not that bad. Like, you know, before there was social media, I was taking pictures of garbage cans and just yeah. doing weird videos and stuff. So I've always done it. But for the average person, though, it really could drain the fun out of it, you know, and being just, but yeah it could it, for me for me when i go into the parks and why i only have so much content to show is for the most part i'm there to enjoy it i don't do that but occasionally you know if i see something that really piques my interest or i think about something before i go in there i take video or pictures of it and there's only so much content that you can get out of that you know and then sometimes i go back and i look at it and i'm like yeah that's not really good content so i'm not going to put it up so my social media channels will go and i'm not making money at it and it's not really my purpose but my social media doesn't really get daily content daily content is a grind man it is a grind i remember when i was game streaming as uh, as as my game streaming personality and i had to actually prepare mentally every day before i game stream i used to have to get into character be that character do that thing you know i had like a get up and everything it, it was like acting in a way so you had to like get into that and prepare for all that stuff mentally and and emotionally and for you to do that every day to do the things that you do every day and to, it's just you deserve the money that you're getting you really do because it is a job you know yeah i uh, <laughs> like i said it's been a it's been a lot of years and i average two videos and one photo every day on disney <laughs> and then two to three on universal as well and then something separate for tiktok mm -hmm. and i i've been trying to do uh custom stuff for facebook too because facebook the reels don't 
go to my Facebook account, so I got to make something special for that too. So I've been trying to do that every day. So it's, how long uh, do you think it takes you to put that content together um, every day? Honestly, I'm afraid to even think about it because <laughs> yeah, if I think about it too close, I'm going to be like, wait a minute. Uh, I should be fired from my job. What's going on? Like, I don't know. Like, I don't want to think about it. I just like to think not too much. Yeah. But I, know I it. was thinking the my my bonuses, and this is if they keep going. Like, there's I may be done right now with bonuses forever. I don't know. But if they keep going, my maximum for my CWDW is eighty five hundred dollars a month, which means if I could figure out a way. You know, like if I got serious about this and learn more about algorithms, learn more about hashtags and how they work and in and out and and really tried, I could make real money out of it. Not that I'm not now, but I could make like real, real money out of this. You know what I mean? So if if this keeps going, I think I'm really going to I might even look at like a scheduler or something for um you know how they have apps where you can schedule your post because that's a hard part for me too that i gotta constantly do it at certain times where if i could sit down and spend a few hours and be like i have my post for the next i hear people do that they schedule their posts like a week in advance and have it all ready i do all mine in real time and most of it organically i just look i'm like huh what would go good and then something catches my eye i'm like oh let's do this so so I sort of like your way of doing that better, though, because you can react to whatever's going on at the time. I mean, <laughs> if you think about it, um, you know, uh, there there could be a lot of events or something like that that happen, you know, globally. And if somebody schedules their stuff out a week in advance, they may f- forget about something that might be insensitive uh, to that or something. You I know? was going to say yesterday. <clears throat> After seeing all the the Star Wars, whatever, the, the hotel that they're doing, you know, after after seeing all the coverage of that, it kind of made me nostalgic for what used to be there, which I enjoyed more than what's currently there. So I did a March of the First Order, and I do that just as kind of a, you know, so people don't forget what used to be there because people just seem to go ahead and they're like, well, this is what it is now. And again, I didn't say anything negative about the Starship Cruiser Hotel or anything, but I did post it as a throwback since it was Friday. I was like, and again, it did pretty good. And uh, it's amazing how many people miss it. I got like 1,800 views, over 2,000 likes, and that's, that's pretty good for, you know, a random video like that. Yeah. But again, it's timely because I was remembering the Star Wars that I used to like there, right? While yeah. they had the new stuff, and I was like, hmm. sure, yeah. I mean, I again, that that's an organic thing that happened. I think that's why I sort of like that a little bit better than some of that. And but I do understand the temptation or the desire to, uh, you know, schedule things out and do it at once. That that's a lot more efficient, and that allows you some freedom of movement for yourself more or less so all right john how is your tiktok going though uh oh, how's that man. been i completely forgot about that oops <clears throat> um it's going all right i i was doing really i was on one of my upturns again where every video i'm putting up is in the thousands 
then yesterday I posted one and it got all weird for some reason. Like I'm looking at it right now. <coughs> Sorry. The uh, cover that I put on it is not what it's showing there. Like it got wonky and it got like, it's still under a thousand views and it, it just kind of like died right there. And I'm like, I wonder if I should just like delete that one. Cause something happened when I processed it, that it wasn't what I intended, but it's still not bad. It's just topiaries. But anyway, overall I'm at 49,800 followers. Wow, that's great. So I should be at 50,000 soon. Um, one and a half million likes. Wow. And <clears throat> sorry for the cough and my allergies. I'm getting towards the end of allergy season. Let's see. The best one recently was probably I did the uh, Rip Ride Rocket. And it was just looking at it going up. It's basically going by and flying up. And I used some Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift music. And, you know, it's got like 10,000 views, 500 likes, 10 comments. I That's my most recent one that did pretty good. Um, <clears throat> I think people are still watching my, uh, what is it, my, you know, they're, they're still watching my basic roller coaster ones. So I would say my advice, if you want to get some TikTok viewers up, record Hagrid's and record... Uh, Everest mm -hmm. put those videos up and over time those videos alone could get you tens of thousands of followers and so, honestly that is the biggest thing with mine it's just the standard coasters you know it's like I think Splash Mountain too could go yeah, in there that's good. yeah I think that's like five or six hundred thousand one of my ones from that but that gets controversial though yeah. yeah, I'm looking. I'm at 880,000 for one of my uh, Splash Mountain videos. Just the one riding past Br'er Frog. Like, it's not even an exciting one. 880,000. Holy crap. I didn't even know that was that high. Yeah. And then another Splash Mountain, 588,000. And what was I going to say? I haven't checked my... Uh, yeah, see, without being able to pin more than three, I can't keep track of my... <clears throat> videos that did good i'm trying to find oh there there it is the uh sci-fi 1.8 million wow but i mean if that splash goes up to over a million that's gonna be like my fifth video over a million it's like i i wonder at, at what point disney says oh look here's a disney tiktoker that gets a lot of views it's like they already have jojo i guess they don't need me that's but. right they have him and uh you know the 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 other lady yelling at unvaxxed people or whatever that one was yeah well again I, we talked about it beforehand i i'm kind of glad that i didn't go to the star wars thing i mean i would have been happy to go but i don't have the time right now and it didn't look like my kind of thing. I'm not really a role-playing guy. I'm not an interactive guy. Yeah. A lot of those things look like things that I would be like, I think I'd like to go back to my room for a while. I like to I like to stand off to the side and see stuff. But I don't really, you know, it just didn't look like my thing. And I wouldn't want Disney to be mad at me if I didn't say it was great. So, right, But yeah. again, if I was there, I don't think I'd say anything. I would just show little video clips of stuff you know of yeah. cool things that i did find 
But all right, John. So where can they find you online? You can find me at c.wdw on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, c.uo on Instagram, and cwdw on YouTube. All right, and you can find me at the giant rat, T H E E giant rat, on Instagram and on TikTok. That should do it for this week. We will see you on the next one.